here in the studio, beg your pardon, is uh, our reporter, Frank Ngamalo. Good afternoon to you and thank you for joining us. Firstly, Frank, uh, let's go through some of the main points that were agreed to by the stakeholders. Yes, thank you, Ike, and a very good afternoon to SAFM listeners. Uh, the, the main points or the thrust of this uh, uh, agreement is actually a cooperative agreement that they will try and ask the, the, the industry no, no, not to, to, I mean, to, to be very radical in laying off uh, workers. Uh, but it will still follow the, 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 the traditional procedure of implementing a Section 189 of the Labor Relations Act which is the section that comes into force when companies intend to retrench. So what, what, what emerged at the conference is that the unions have already been served without those section 189 notices. So which means the process, I mean, is already underway. Uh, a, a new thing is that, I mean, this agreement allows the company to extend consultation be- between the usual timelines of the Section 189, uh, which will allow other measures as government to fund the re- government and industry to, to, to refund the retraining of workers. You mentioned that uh, the process is already underway, that unions have been served with that Section 189 notice. Uh, what then is the was there a need for this agreement to take place then and what is binding uh, on the side of the mining sector um yes there were there were there was a need because i, I think the, the 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 principal need for that is that sometimes the, the the companies do not i mean adhere strictly to the provision of section 189 so the government is there like to carry the stick so that i mean Everything is done, I mean, according to, to, to procedure. Uh, <coughs> but then uh, the other union, I mean, who is a main stakeholder in this, that is the Association of Mining Workers, uh, AMCO, has not signed the agreement, and uh, w- which is a, a bit of a disappointment. But but explaining themselves, AMCO says they still need to consult with their members. But, I mean, I, in my view, they were trying to, to, to play down that. I, I mean, it's significant that they, they have not signed. And which means that the deal, I mean, the success of, of the deal on the ground is going to be very difficult or incomplete without AMCO participation. But I guess the biggest issue is, uh, will this agreement that was signed uh, today, will it halt retrenchments? That's the key thing. Yes, and, and that is a very important question, I, and that the answer to that one, unfortunately, no, the agreement won't uh, stop retrenchment. Even the minister emphasized or uh, considered that the agreement, they have not achieved a moratorium in, in the way, that's the word he used. Well, thank you very much uh, for that. Uh, let's uh, go to the unions now and find out. Uh, that was our reporter, Frank Ngamalo. For more on this, we joined on the line by the Deputy President of National Union of Mine Workers, Joseph Muntisete. Good afternoon to you and thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you very much and uh, uh, thank you to the listeners also. Yeah, as you heard, I'm sure you followed that conversation that I had uh, with my colleague uh, Frank Ngamalo. The deal won't apparently put a stop to retrenchment. Uh, what is your view on this? Yes, well, uh, as you know, that the retrenchment is part of uh, the Labor Relations uh, Act that we have, labor laws that we have in this country. Uh, the issue was not to change the labor laws. Uh, the issue was to look into interventions that we can do uh, in order to safeguard uh, the affected people in this regard. 
and then we have uh, worked around uh, interventions that uh, can be able to help people uh, during this crisis of uh, retrenchment. And uh, if you allow me to spell on some of the interventions, I can continue to say that uh, we have agreed that the people that were uh, are going to be affected they should be reskilled. And then as they are reskilled, they should be uh, put in a program where they will earn 75% from the presidential delay of funds, and the employers will pay 25%, which means a person will go through those training being paid 100% of his salary of his salary. And uh, by that time, we'll be looking into the international market in terms of price of commodities. And if it happens that there's a turn around strategy internationally, it means that that person will be redeployed again in the same company that he comes from. But uh, more again, we have agreed that uh, we must, companies must look into rehabilitation. Uh, go ahead, uh, uh, Joseph. Uh, we lost you a little bit. Uh, you, were, you were telling us about okay. uh, rehabilitation, uh, and we lost you a little bit. Yes, uh, as you know that the rehabilitation is been uh, conducted when the mine has closed. Uh, through this intervention, we have said that we must, the industry must start the rehabilitation just now uh, to the areas where they found that uh, there's a need for rehabilitation. And those projects will be projects that will create employment uh, for workers that have been affected by retrenchment. And the government will actually uh, come into party by paying some of amounts from the seekers so that those people can continue earning their salary. And by so doing, because the whole cost of uh, the retrenchment is about uh, international price of commodities, we will be delaying the unemployment of people looking into how the market can change internationally and then people can be redeployed again in the in the in the industry. So those are the interventions that we have actually agreed upon. But furthermore we have agreed that a fund should be established uh, in which fund will get money from the zero comma five percent of levy that is paid through the goods that are bought by companies from Europe fund will actually uh, be used in times of crisis like this one uh, to start a project that will cater for people that... We have uh, lost uh, Joseph uh, Montisese. It would have been uh, interesting to find out his views uh, because obviously Noom is optimistic. Uh, about how the deal will work out uh, since they signed the deal and uh, we wanted to ask him more about uh, the concerns that they have about it except the issue of retrenchment. Uh, let me also le- uh, tell you that uh, we are going to be speaking to AMCO leader Joseph Matunjwa at 17.40 here on PM Live to find out why they refused to sign this agreement or why they were not a part of this meeting. That was uh, Joseph Muntisete, the Deputy President of NUM. For more on this, we now joined on the line by Mining Analyst from uh, Creative Voodoo, Mamukheti Mulopiane. Good afternoon to you and thank you for joining us. What do you make of this agreement and uh, the little bit that we heard from NUM? Well, if you look at South Africa's industry and the stakeholders involved in it, there has been a deep uh, trust deficit uh, existing between them, government, uh, the employer, and the unions. So for once, perhaps we have seen all of them coming together to 
uh, taking a challenge that affects them uh, differently, it affects them all, but it affects them differently. So perhaps that is the first step um, that is most welcome. And I see it as a positive development because, if you recall, there has been so much um, disagreement between all the three parties uh, over time. And, and we know that uh, you know this can't this can't uh, continue. So they must have a common ground. And it's a pity that it took something like uh, the threat of retrenchments or retrenchments that are coming for all the stakeholders to want to sit and work together. The deal has been unable to suspend those retrenchments you referred to. What does it mean for thousands of workers in the mining sector? It is, of course, uh, a reality that. Uh, you listen to some of the employers, especially when the figures from their the production figures and the yeah, the numbers are coming out, the output numbers are coming out from them, it's clear that while they, 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 they had intended to retrench a lot of people, they might not retrench that high numbers. However, retrenchments will still happen. And I think that's a reality that uh, uh, unions and government and all everybody involved are going to have to face that um, to some extent, there will be job losses. And I keep emphasizing this because we, we are a country of engagement and dialogue as to how the companies will roll that out. I am I'm pleased to have seen the, ten, the intervention that I've listed at the outset of it to say that there must be a broader consultative work, uh, um, processes that is involved in it. But as for the future of South Africa's mining, well, I guess sacrifices have to be to be made, and I know that some people in the industry are going to say, "Look, under the current uh, mining legislation and policy, it is going to be difficult to attract investors." But also, labour will say, "We have learned from the past; we got banned if we trust employers." So it's going to be a tricky for them to navigate forward. What do you think of the strategy to boost platinum by promoting the metal as a central bank reserve asset? It could be a strategy that would work, but whether those who are at the other end of it, as in those who are buying it, those who are consuming it, are going to bite that, it, 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 it depends on many factors. Do remember that currently the, pl- the platinum market has been over flooded, but also another significant contributor to why it's struggling so much is that uh, there's a recycled platinum that's taken from uh, uh, car catalyst and so forth. So that is going to be a challenge for how they are going to unpack it moving forward. And it would be interesting perhaps to have the Reserve Bank and Treasury maybe come and explain how this is going to be carried out and what are the intended outcomes. Uh, one of one of the thing, or one of the key features perhaps that has emerged out of this, and it's, it's very much that often when we, 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 we lambast government for not doing enough is that at last they have managed to convene all the stakeholders to have one common uh, approach of solving uh, the, the, the crisis that is facing the mining industry. But one and, of the... And do remember... If I, Sorry, Mamkhati. I was just saying that uh, one of the key members uh, that was not there at the signing of this deal was AMCU. How significant is their absence? 
The absence will always be significant. Do you remember they are the major player in the platinum sector? And I think they're making inroads in other sectors. So it is, it, it, it is sadly regrettable that they're not there. But do you remember that this is not the first time that they have not signed? You would recall that uh, the past two years when uh, the former deputy president was putting together that mining framework, they were not signatory to it also, and they were not involved. So it is not per se. It is regrettable because, as I had said, they are a key player, they are a key stakeholder. However, it's not something that is new or that you'd say this is a, a, a crisis uh, because we have seen how the, this would have, uh, unfold um, with the framework. And it would be interesting, perhaps, as you had said earlier, you will be engaging in AMCO. Perhaps ask them why. Why did they feel that they were not, they did not want to be part of this? That's uh, definitely... That's definitely what we're going to do. That's Mamukhe Timolopiane, mining analyst from Creative Voodoo. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. In case you've just joined us, 